For ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the Good day, lovely people of God. Thank you so much for listening to the Edifying Queens podcast. We've been cooking up a special something for you all, and we're going to be touching on some heavy topics. With that being said, we must make our purpose known. We seek only to educate and edify the body of Jesus Christ. Our aim is never to weaponize the word of God against the believer, only against Satan and his lies. We ask humbly that you hear our hearts as we share what God has given us to share with you. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for listening to Edifying Queens podcast. We are back here in the new year. Happy New Year. And we have some new things for you guys. We're doing a series right now for the month of January. Renewing Your Mind with the subtitle, Where Does Your Loyalty Lie? And we'll be hitting on some heavy topics, hence the opening statement and the disclaimer, because we definitely want you all to hear our hearts. So we'll, right now, we'll make sure everyone's here. Is everybody here? Ladies, are you there? Yeah, yeah, yes. this is your girl, Purified. This is Jay Lassa. Nice is here. And last but not least, he's here. Awesome. All right, let's start with some introductions. Purify, would you like to go first? Of course. I have my better half with me, Seven, this evening. How y'all doing? All right, Jay Nice. I have So Jam here with me as well. Yo, how's it going? How's it going? And last but not least, and I have um, Professor with me here. Hi. Hello, Professor. And I have Double D here with me. Double the blessing. All right, Purified, if you want to get us started. Once again, we are almost to 2021 and we just thank God for the opportunity to be here to do this series, Renewing Your Mind. So to get us started, I'd just like to um, enter in with a word of prayer. Um, So Father God, we just thank you for each and every listener that is listening to this podcast today, Lord God. We just thank you so much um, just for everything that you've done for us throughout 2020. And we thank you for the blessings and the just continued just dependence that we can have on you in 2021. We thank you, Lord God, for the ability to come here um, and just to give a word father god that's straight from you so with that we ask that you would totally decrease each and every one of us and that you allow us to be used as your vessels holy spirit have your way on this episode today we love you now in jesus name we pray amen 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 
So in this episode, we're going to be talking about how the devil lies. The devil lies about a lot of stuff. But to start us off, we're going to talk about how the devil lies about our finances, how he gets us in this position to think that we don't have to give or we can be um, selfish in our giving. And he even allows us to think that that's okay, that things will still be okay, even if we're, you know, giving him our least. We can do everything. We can go and spend money at the mall. We can go and spend money here and there. But then when it comes time to give to the kingdom, we want to give him our last little bit that we have left. And so we just want to debunk that thought process that that's okay to give him our least and to just renew our minds in understanding that God is first. His Amen. Mm-hmm. is first and everything about him takes precedence so whenever we get money increase our first thought should be to give into the kingdom the 10 percent i know we've heard that over and over but that's just a starting place because when we think about how good god has been to us and not just monetarily but good health um our families are still intact we're you know provided for we're protected our children are well i mean blessed and highly favored in so many different realms so Mm -hmm. to think that you know we could just give our 10 Mm percent and sometimes we even give that reluctantly uh we want to debunk that myth like that is uh, straight from the enemy so we Mm -hmm. just want to give some scriptures some word and you will hear us say we and us because this is a candid conversation and we've all been here we've all been in this place where it's like what (laughs) I only got ten dollars you want me to give off of this ten and I still gotta make it to Friday like we gotta eat you know we've all been there this is real so please understand that we are in this together um it's going to be a we. It's going to be a us throughout this entire conversation. Um, we love you guys. And so this whole series is just truly so we can enter this year knowing that we are victorious. We are winners. We win in every situation um, and that God is everything. So with that, I just want to start the first scripture from Malachi third chapter verses eight through 10 and I'm coming from the amplified version and it says will a man rob God yet you are robbing but you say in what way have we robbed you in tithes and offerings you have withheld you are cursed with a curse for you are robbing me this whole nation bring all the tithes the tenth into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house And test me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you so great a blessing until there is no more room to receive it. And when my husband and I were talking about this today, the part in that that really just sparked the nerve was the part about and test me now in this. It's like, try me. You know what I'm saying? you don't believe me 
try me. I double dog dare you to try me in this area. And if you do this, if you do this principle of, like I said, even if it's starting with a 10, Mm -hmm. he will pour out for you so great a blessing until there is no more room to receive it. I mean, it's like looking at your account and you like, dang, babe, we just got paid again. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you got money from the last paycheck and it's overlapping with this paycheck. Not Mm -hmm. for no other reason, Mm -hmm. but because you honor God first. Because you honor God with his first. So when you honor God with your finances, when you put him first on any money, y'all know we got this uh, stimulus check money coming. We got to tithe on that too, y'all. We got to give him that too. Because he's working in the minds of leadership on our behalf to put money in our account. Can I be honest? That we don't even need it's not a need. So if he can give us more, that's still working our, on our behalf. That's giving us more than we have to receive it. We don't need that. We don't need it. But he just continues to pour more and more on us when we put him first. Amen. So I'm going to let you go to that, babe. Yeah, so I got a couple things, really. Um, it's your boy, Seven, again. Uh, so, you know... I, I think the beginning of the scripture is probably the most realistic. Like sometimes people get kind of crazy with the Bible. They, it, it's, it's too dry, too thuses and thous. But like, this is the most realistic part. This first part of the scripture, it says, will a man rob God yet you are robbing me. And like a normal reaction, what would you say? If somebody said you robbed me. You go, how, what, what I do? I ain't did nothing. Right. And that's how, that's the reaction that we have towards God because we go to church, right? We sing in the choir. Right, we usher, right? We work in the children's ministry, right? We we do the sound, we do all sorts of things in the church. But the one thing that he commands us to do, which is bring the tithe into the storehouse so that be so that there may be meat in his house, that's the one thing that we're not doing. So we're willing to give God our time. We're willing to give God our energy, right? We're willing to give God our voices, our our politeness, our everything, all the other gifts that he's given us. But the one thing that we're, we're reluctant sometimes to do is to give our tithes. Um, and then the next part, it says, you are cursed with a curse. And sometimes we go, well, that's a little old school. Like, there's no curses anymore. But in reality, I mean, I know I've been here before when I haven't given my tithes. And like, man, I just got paid. What happened on my money? I mean, I, mean, I know I paid that bill. I paid this bill. Like, I should have some change left over. And at least enough to get a soda. You know what I mean? Like, how I'm broke already. And, and that's what he's talking about. Like that curse, that money, like it's a hole in your pocket falling. I mean, literally, I remember one time I got paid and I was working, I was working a job where they were paying me in cash. So I got paid, I was a, a waiter. I got paid in cash. I made like 150 bucks that day. I was like on, right? But I wasn't paying my tithes. And like, I went home, you know, woke up the next day. I was going to go get some food or whatever. Went to my pockets. I had no money. <laughs> And I'm like, wait, I know I put this money in my pocket. Like, I know for a fact. And I'm like tearing up my car. And I know we all didn't been there. Like, we all didn't been in a place where you was like, man, I know I had $20 in here somewhere. Like, I know I had 20 in. You know what I mean? Like, you, you about to run out of gas. You, you earmarked that 20 for your gas tank. And now you looking around like, man, I know I had this 20. I didn't spend this money. Like, it was in the car. But that's what he's talking about when he talks about you're a curse with a curse. 
Like stuff just happens. You just got paid and then boom, you lose two tires. And you you sitting back like, man, I ain't even run over nothing. But that's the curse. And that's that's where we got to take heed. That's why this message is so important. That's why giving is so important because it outlines your entire life. Like, like Purify just said, it outlines your entire life. It's not just about money. That's what we like to do because right. we, people, when we struggle with money, that's where, I mean, let's be real. That's, that's what, that's what makes the world go round, right? Money makes the world go round, right? That's yeah. what they say, huh? So when you think about that, that's all we thinking about. How do I get money? How do I keep the money that I got? Right. That's what we thinking about. That's the processes that we go on. But this is deeper than money, because in reality, God don't need your money. It's not about your money. It's not about your money at all. It's 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 about obedience. Yeah. Right. It's it's and in reality, the, the, the best thing you can do. And I, I don't know if this is another somebody else's verse, but I'm going to do it. But um. The best thing that you can do to somebody else is simply, I mean, the best thing you can do to somebody else is simply give, right? Because it said, for God so loved the world that he gave. Right. That's the ultimate thing that you can do. For God so loved the world that he gave. So if you were, if you reverse engineer that, right? For I so love God that I give. Right. Does God meet that? You go, you, you ask a simple question. Well, how does God meet that? And this scripture simply says it. It says, it says, um, see that if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out so great a blessing until there's no more room to receive. Ladies and gentlemen, this is simple. This is the simplest concept that we all know. We've been saying this since we were kids, right? What your mama used to say to you, do, 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 do to other people what you want them to do to you, right? Right. If, you, if you want something in return, you got to give something, right? And that brings me, that brings me to my verse. And this is where God kind of outlines it. He kind of shows you that this is a universal concept, right? And some people who don't believe, the world you don't believe, you use this concept every day because some people say what you put out there will come back to you. Right. That's exactly what you say. If you if you don't believe in the scripture, you don't believe in God. You you say that every day. So you're using a biblical principle every single day without you even thinking about it. Yep. But right. the scripture goes like this. This is in Luke 6, 37 and 38. And I'm coming out of the New Living Translation. And it says, do not judge others and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others or it will all come back against you. Forgive others and you'll be forgiven. And then here's the key right here. Here's what we're talking about. Give and, it, and you shall receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaking together to make room for more, running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount that you get back. Is that not all the same concept? Right. If you condemn people, you will then be condemned. If you forgive people, you will be forgiven. So how much different is given? If I give a dollar, I shouldn't have nothing less to expect. And if we go back to the verse above that, God says, test me. Mm -hmm. If I give him a dollar, I should have full expectation because of his word. His word says, test me. Okay, God, it go a dollar. I expect, I fully expect to see a dollar at some place, somewhere, (laughs) somehow. 
I get to McDonald's and I order my dollar menu and they be like, hey, we're all out of uh, 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 ice cream ice cream cones, but here go an extra double cheeseburger for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a dollar. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you did what I'm saying? So I, I, you should have that full expectation when you give. And I think that's the other side of that coin Amen. is to have an expectation, to have that belief and say, hey, God, you said, I didn't make this up. I didn't create this on my own. I simply following what you said. You said test you. Here go a dollar. Hmm. And I think that's the beautiful thing about giving is because God don't care where you start. Amen. He don't care. If you say, hey, yeah, the tenth is too much for me. The tenth is too much for me. Start with start with five percent. Start with five percent. If you can do five percent, because the right here in the scripture it says whatever measure that you need, it will be given back unto you. So if you start, you start with instead of you starting with ten on a hundred. If you start with with five on a hundred, God say I'm, I'm still gonna bless you regardless. The process still works the same. Yeah. If you start with the dollar, the process still works the same because He said test me, and all He's trying to do is build up your confidence so that you can get to the point where you be like, I know this work, so I'm about to give what I can. I'm about to give what I want so that I can I can see that manifestation in my life. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of my my uh, take on those two scriptures here and this whole thing. But this, this is a super important, super important topic, and I'm glad, ladies, that y'all brought this up because there's lots of people out there. There's there's people who've been in the church 20, 30, 40 years and still in time. Now they yeah. believe in giving an offering when they feel like, it, right? Yeah. But they still not tithing, and it's it's, it's kind of like having access to a Ferrari. You can't find the keys. <laughs> Bad. This is this is powerful. This yeah. is powerful. Get a hold to this, man. Uh-huh. Opens up doors. What? So, last but not least, and Professor, what y'all think about the topic? It's a. I really. I. I'm really happy that you know we we are talking about this because like I said it's there's a lot of miscommunication about you know the tithing and the offering part so i'm really glad that we're talking about this because this is really good not uh, not only for us but you know for everybody else so and i agree with what uh purified and seven said it's not you know it's it's also not about how much you give but also about how you give because it should be coming from your heart and not how you know like not how much you give but that time is always important to always you know put it aside to you know put it in the house of the lord so amen to all of that i really agree and i'm really happy that we're talking about this so I'm going to be coming to you guys from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, 6 to 9. And I'm going to be reading from the NLT version. Uh, it says, remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. 
and God will generously provide all you need, then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. As the scripture says, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. And that is so amazing. Like the part that I love the most about the scriptures where it says, um, hold on one moment. For God loves a cheerful giver. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, because when we are generous in our giving, it says that God will provide you all that you need. We have an amazing God and that is what he wants to do. He wants us to do to give and everything God will provide you back. And just so glad that we are talking about this because <sighs> yes, our God is a loving God who gave us his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for us and that is our job to also give generously as he gave you know to us all so yeah what do you think the professor so um to back you up on that um i'll I'll start off and i i love again um as everyone else before me has already said uh this topic um because if we're being honest it's kind of a, a a taboo topic in the church you know it's one of those things where you you don't come offering time or tithing time you, you kind of don't want to look people in the eye you don't want to look eye, you know because you're you're trying to okay, do i need to be given as far as tithes go how much should i give for the offering it's just all around topic, taboo uh type subject and especially if your 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 heart isn't right and and you don't much behind um why you're giving it can be uh um a pressing issue so uh, again I'm, I'm glad that this is a topic that uh the edifying queens have brought to the table so um I, when, when i think about it my is immediately brought to um is 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 brought to the fact that giving is is one of the early principles we see in the bible um if, if you you could take it as far back We're use, we're losing you a little bit, Professor. You said Cain and Abel, did you? We can't hear you. Technical difficulties. Professor, we can't hear you. I don't think he can hear us. Let's see. One second. He's just getting to the good stuff. Yeah, he's still going. I'm excited. Um, okay, now we can hear you. We left off when you said it went back as far as Cain and Abel, did you say? Brother, man, we missed all that. Yeah. Yes, my, my apologies. I'm sorry. Uh, technical difficulties. But yes, uh, just to recap on what I was saying, um, it, it goes back as far as um, Cain and Abel and how... Um, Abel's offering was accepted um, and Cain's offering wasn't um, accepted. It was, you know, because of Cain's heart when he gave and 
you know, we all all know the outcome of that and how uh, that led Kane to do some some crazy things. So um, it's a topic that that needs to be discussed even in our modern day um, church. So uh, again, the scripture I'll be coming to you from is Proverbs, the third chapter, verse nine and ten. And I'll be reading from the uh, King James Bible. So it says, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy shall burst out new wines. I like to uh, I, I kind of go backwards. Um, we'll start with verse 10 since um, it's, it's already been brought up. The fact that when you give God, even in this scripture, he, he doesn't leave out the fact that, hey, I'm, I'm going I'm to bless you. I'm, I'm going to give you double for your trouble. I'm, I'm going to give you something back. You won't leave empty handed. That's not how it works. You give, you don't get anything back. Amen. Now, it may require some patience and, you know, everyone knows that God moves on his own time. But again, he's reassuring us here in verse 10, as it says, so shall thy barns be filled with plenty. Mm. Plenty to me is more than nothing, more than what I started with, you know. Right. So we, we, we should have that as a solace um, while we're giving. But. Um, I, I, I agree with Seven earlier when he said it's about obedience. Mm-hmm. Um, as in verse 9, it says, it, and, and we're doing this to honor the Lord. Like it says, honor the Lord with the substance, with thy substance and with thy first fruits of thine increase. So um, anytime you do get an increase, uh, yeah, it, it stands to show that, yeah, you do need to, you know, give off of that. Um, I think... Let me look at here. Um, one of the things I wrote down is uh, the importance of it uh, is it also helps exercise our faith. One of the many things that God did for us to really to grow in our faith, because it, when you start talking about people's money, you, you, you find out where their heart really is. You know, people get funny about their money. Right. I mean, and I, I mean, I don't need to elaborate. right everybody had some technical difficulties but we will pick right back up with the professor and his explanation as soon as we get everyone back on purified are you there i see jay nice last but not least and the professor and purified is now back right yes yes we're here okay awesome all right professor all right. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, before we got cut off, I was speaking about um, the time now here in 2020. Um, ironically, I was ge- just about to talk about some of the difficulties that's going on with this year. Seems like, as with this uh, this platform, you know, just for right now, it's disconnecting and stuff. You know, that's been much of 2020. You know. A lot of disconnecting, a lot of tragedy, a lot of hardship for many people. Um, but uh, bringing it back to what I was speaking about is is how giving it, it tests our, um, our or rather builds our faith. Um, it exercises our faith um, for times such as this. You know, 
um, speaking about the stimulus checks and everything. Um, uh, so the stimulus checks, you know, it, oh, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Let me look at my notes real quick. Oh, um, and how faith without works is dead. So when you put that, that work to it and, and you start to give freely, um, with, with the, with a kind heart, um, and not really not holding back to your giving then god as he said you know many times in his scripture he will bless you for it to where when um there are droughts there's different things going on in the economy you won't be affected by it uh, because you're acting on his principles and like he said in the first scripture that was presented to us you know basically try him you know he's okay. he's he's the author and the, the finisher try him you know and and he will not return to you void you know because his his word is at stake right so mm-hmm. um, right. I, just, I just think uh that's what really stood out for me um and not only that just um being diligent about it about your obedience mm-hmm. you can't you can't give up halfway into it because maybe you haven't seen um, um, quite yet. Um, it, it, it requires some some patience, you know. Like we we just said, God does move it on His own time. But I'm telling you, when He blesses you, He will bless you. He will bless you beyond what you can think. To where you have to look up and give Him the glory. You have to 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 take a second and chill and think. You know what, God? Had I not given. I, I wouldn't be in the predicament. I wouldn't be as blessed as I am. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's just the cycle that 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 God brings us into. It's so good to be on that part of the cycle. Um, and and you you know you're edifying the kingdom. You're taking care of your brothers and sisters. And um and that none of this is meaning that you won't go through hardships. It's saying that God will take care of you afterwards, though. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, Amen. Um, right. And the, the last thing I, I wanted to uh, say before I uh, release the mic here is just just a warning. Um, and, um, my warning, I, and I don't, uh, I don't know if anyone's going to use this scripture, but uh, uh, the, the warning here in First Timothy uh, 6 and 9. And it says, though those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap, into many foolish uh, and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Um, and I'm sure someone else will, will uh, get into that. But uh, this, oh, I'm I'm caution. I'm being caution right now. But. Uh, <laughs> Yes, I, I will leave it at that. Yes, amen. Uh, no, but I, I think that's a good point, Professor. Nah, that's well said, man. I, I really think that's a good point. Um, and and you know, I, I think that we we got to be careful, like you said, because it it is we can use this for the wrong thing, right? We can use this for you know the wrong. We can use this for our our quote unquote personal gain, and it ain't it ain't built for that. You know what I mean? I, I think. Um, my boy Double D has something kind of similar that he was kind of thinking about on that same line. You know what I'm saying? About when you talk about uh, uh, the desire to be rich, because we all want money, right? But there's a difference <laughs> from, like you said, the love of money. Uh, right, Double D? What, what you got to add to that? What he said with about, you know, you know, desire to be rich. 
So, this <clears throat> WD here. Um, I appreciate you uh, leading me in with you know with my scripture. <laughs> no problem, brother. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that scripture. Hold on, let me just pull it up real quick. Just read it off. So it came from First Timothy. 6th chapter, 9th through 10th verse. I'm reading from the New King James Version. And it said, But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and the snare, and into many foolish and harmful lusts will drown men in, in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, for which have, for which some have strayed from their faith and their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. So that you can't really get any simpler than that. Basically, it's saying money is the root of all evil, and if you if you let money control your life, then you, basically you you're guaranteed not to make it in heaven because you can't take money with you into heaven. You can't take any earthly things with you into heaven. So mm-hmm. if I can't take with me to heaven, I I'm not really gonna gonna stress about it because I would rather be rich in spirit than rich with earthly things. Mm. Amen. 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 Right. Yeah, I I double D no, I feel that man. I I I feel you on that. Um but like even even like you said, like even like you just read about falling in temptation, right? We we all fall into that temptation. And the easiest one to fall into is keeping up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. You did what I'm saying? That's that's what we, you know, we I gotta get the newest eye. You know, I gotta get the latest drip. I gotta get the latest Jordans just came out. And we fall, and that's that trap, that's that snare that your script, you know, you was just saying, like your scripture is talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I know for me personally, you know, there was a point in my life where like that was all that mattered. Mm-hmm. Right? right. What what the latest just came out. You know what I mean? And that's and what you do to get whatever the latest came out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I think. I mean, you, we really could dive into all sorts of reasons why people do the things they do. You you sit back and wonder, you know, watching the news like, man, why do they look at stuff? You know, what I mean? and it's it's a simple snare. You know what I mean? It's a simple snare. So, yeah, definitely feel you on that that love of money, man. Like that that that, and, and it's simple. It don't we don't even know that we fall in love with money. Right. Right. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I used to be that way, like big time, because I used. To, I'm a, I'm a shoe person. Mm-hmm. I like J's. I like fancy things. Why she call me bougie sometimes? <laughs> yeah, but, ain't nothing wrong with being bougie. Huh? Ain't nothing wrong with being bougie. It ain't. Right. It, 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 got, it got his perks. Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 used live, I used to live paycheck to paycheck. Uh, this prize from my wife. Basically living paycheck to paycheck because I'm worried about the wrong things. You know, buying new shoes. Uh, going out, just spending all my money on drinks and and whatnot. And I didn't use to tie it before I met my wife. Mm-hmm. And and now that I look back, that's part of the reason why I used to live paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> because I didn't used to go to church, didn't really care about, you know, even a doctor. I gave nothing. But now, tied faithfully, every time I get paid, the first thing I do is thank God for 
my paycheck, well, I'm sorry, for our paycheck, and I give that 10%. And yeah. sometimes I get a little more. I, I round it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> I ain't mad at that, bro. I ain't mad at that. Yeah, that's 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 how we gotta operate, man. That's that's see we told y'all we end this together. We're not we we all been where you may be right now. And so we're on the other side of it telling you that this is the way to life. This is the key to success right here. So, Devon, what do you have to add to that? So, in that verse in particular, um, is when you say money is not necessarily the root of all evil, but the love of money is the root of all evil. So, whenever you... Because some people will trick, the enemy will have you believe that your abundance, you know, in some cases, is the root of evil. And that's not the case. Um, And in particular, prioritizing that money, like Double D just said, is the root of all evil. That's that's really all I have to add to that. But there's a few things, because I've been listening to everybody. And purified, Speak your mind, girl. <laughs> purified when she was talking about making sure your heart's in the right place before you give, that is so important. Um, I've had to withhold my tithe until my heart was correct and then give it because I didn't want to give it in a spirit of resentment or greed or just re- like... Okay, here's my 10%, Lord. Because like Seven said, it's God does not need our money. Like, like, and that, that brings me to Psalms 24, verse 1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness mm-hmm. thereof. Like all of mm-hmm. all of this is his anyway. He don't need my funky $200. He doesn't. <laughs> it's all about the position of your heart. And so that's something that I... I I learned early on, like, okay, when I was, and I, it wasn't that I didn't have it to give. It was just my, I was having a, a flesh attack. I, my flesh was like, no, hold on to it. And I didn't, I didn't, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna hold on to it because right now I'm not in the right spirit to give, but I'm gonna put it right here. I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna get in the right mind to give. And I'm giving the Lord, not only this, but I'm gonna give him my offering as well because mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a fight to get what God has already given. Like, it's not mine anyway. Right. So, and um, yes, with a faithful heart and um, being a 100% tither, uh, like Purify was talking about, that stimulus check, tithe off that. I tithe off, if somebody gives me birthday money, $20, $5, I tithe off everything. I give God 10% of everything. If I'm not sure if I'm supposed to tithe on it, I tithe on it because all else fails, it'll be counted as offering. Bless the Lord. Um, <laughs> and um, one issue that I've run into being out here because we've, um, we're both in the military, we're dual military and money is not falling from the sky. People, <laughs> I don't know why, why people just believe that the military just bathes in 
the dough. That's not the case. Uh, no. But what is the case is my faithful uh, father, my faithful heavenly father mm-hmm. that blesses everything that we do. So people have questioned our the lifestyle of my husband and I, and I had to testify like, look, I, I, there was there was somebody legitimately angry talking about, you know, oh, I know staff sergeants don't make that much money, this, that, and the third. And like just going in on me, you guys, like really taking it personal, like legit mad. And I was just like, I was really taken back because I was like, why, why are our finances so, why does that bother you so much that I can, I'm, I'm buying this ice cream every day and you say it's too expensive to be buying every day. Would you like me to buy you one? It's really not that deep. I didn't understand like, where the root of the, the anger was. And then I just had to sit back and I was like, look, bro, you're right. Staff sergeants don't make that much. But the Lord multiplies. The Lord multiplies our whole situation. That is how we are able to eat this Akai bowl every day. Um, (laughs) That is how I'm able to get this smoothie every day in this breakfast sandwich. That is why I'm able to buy people lunch. I'm not expecting anything back because God has already done. if If Jesus does nothing else for me, he has already done enough. So I will Hmm. not stop testifying about the goodness of God, no matter what comes up, because he is just that good that, and it's, it's, there's enough to go around. That's the good news. It'll stop right here. If you start giving today, like seven said, it doesn't matter where you start. You give your 5% because that's all your little heart can handle. Okay. Give your 5%. God's going to meet you. But I'm telling you, the blessing is giving out of your abundance, giving all, giving all you got to give when you got to give it with a cheerful heart. Cause God loves that stuff. So I just really had to bring that up because it'd be serious. If you don't mind, what's up? I do have to say real quick on that. I, I love how, even as you're talking about it, just the excitement that you can see welling up on the inside that's exactly what god is looking for is that excitement you know like you said he he, he doesn't need it what that reaction that that swelling in your heart that pureness that joyfulness right that's what, that's what he wants because he wants to take that out and he wants to work with that he wants right. to bless you so you can begin to bless others like you said hey do, do, are, do you would you like an ice cream today because right. i can i can do that for you. i can do that for you, you. <laughs> and it, it's, it's so wonderful I, I i really like seeing that so transparently you know even just hearing you you speak about that it's just so wonderful i didn't you know and honestly in back in the day i call her 2010 divine she probably would have got an attitude and read him his rights but i was just i was so taken back like you know why are you so angry when god god gives this stuff out for free like oh it doesn't let me show you how to get here bro like it's really not that deep let me show you how to get here you can be here so um yeah another thing that um has really encouraged me 
as far as like giving to family and things like that, finance wise, our current pastor encourages us before we lend out money in certain situations to ask if they tithe. Simply because of the logic behind people that don't believe in tithing, you're borrowing from someone who does tithe. So how does that make sense? You are asking me for money, but you don't believe in tithing. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying? Like so I'm giving faithfully to the Lord, my 10% plus some extra, plus some extra, plus some extra. And you're mm-hmm. you're you stay broke, but you're asking me for money, but you don't believe in tithe, giving to the Lord because you you mad about what the pastor whoever so and so might do with the money. It's not it's not about that. It's about your faithfulness and obedience. It's about you. When you stand before God, you're not going to have to answer for pastor so-and-so. You're not going to have to answer for deacon so-and-so about where the where the money for the storehouse went. You're going to have to answer for what you contributed out of your obedience to God's kingdom. That's what you're going to have to answer for. And right. people get so caught up and focused on what other Who people have to. going on that they... Mm-hmm. They lose that concept because everybody worried about everybody else and what they doing with what money. And God is like, don't even worry about it because on Judgment Day, I got this. I got all of that. I think that's the key too. I think that's the key too, Divine, is that people worried about who the the person that they're giving to instead of the God that they're giving right. to. Right. That's, that's, that's a good way up. to put it. I'll, I'll even go even further. Even when you're giving to the poor, I know, um, uh, and I'll just say, the more you give, the easier it is. Yes. Yes. You know, because once you get your heart and your mind in that right perspective, it don't mean a thing to you. Right. You'll stop even worrying about receiving. You want to give because you want to give. Right. Yeah. uh, When you giving, um, you know, because you mentioned about how people are worried about where their money is going to if they give it to the pastor or the deacon where is it allocated to you know Mm -hmm. people get like that when they're giving to the poor you know uh what if he really has a real job or what if he's poor because of this reason what if he's just going to use the money to go buy smokes or you know uh, buy drinks that that's not of our concern like like uh divine said it's about you and when you're standing in front of God on judgment day you have to take an account for did you obey or did you not you're not going to ask what a deacon so and so a pastor so and so did with it I love how you put that I'm going to read my um, what I'm supposed to be doing (laughs) read my So my verse is actually Matthew um, chapter 25, verses 14 through 21. For it is, oh, this is the Amplified version. For it is just like a man who was about to take a journey and he called all his servants together and entrusted them with his possessions. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one each according to his own ability. And then he went on his journey. The one who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made a profit and gained five more. Likewise, the one who had two made a profit and gained two more. But the one who had received the one went and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. Now, after a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. 
And the one who had received the five talents came and brought him five more saying, Master, you entrusted to me five talents. See, I have made a profit and gained five more talents. His master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful and trustworthy over a few, over, over a little, and I will put you in charge of many things. Share in the joy of your master. All of that is pretty much self-explanatory. All of that. Mm-hmm. But right. you know, however, whatever God blesses us with in all aspects of life, be it gifts, money, talents, using them for his glory and being obedient to how he wants us to use them is the mm-hmm. most important thing because the most important thing, why we do any of this, why there's edifying queen, queens, why there's church, why there's salvation is so that we can hear well well done good mm-hmm. and faithful servant and yeah. the rest is for the birds to be completely honest that's how you <laughs> live that's how you live a stress-free life not worried about none of that because you know what is this going to please the lord yes then amen to it amen yep Mm-hmm. You know, that that's spot on. I want to add something to that, though. It's not only about that that final statement of well done, my good and faithful servant, but we do it, like you said earlier, about our heart. Mm-hmm. And it's about love. It's about it's about our love and our care for, for Christ and the things that he does for us in a constant without asking, without questioning. And that's kind of that's kind of what my boy Soul Jam was going with, 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 with something that he was saying earlier um about love and how that works you know what i mean how that ties in how the love that we have and love kind of ties this thing together because we know that god is love so that's something that's a part of his nature right. and that that's even inside of when we talk about tithing and giving that's even in there um so soul jam if you will elaborate with the people just on what you were saying about you know love yeah most definitely so one thing i was actually talking to a friend that's actually in the church and she was saying uh how to explain to somebody about the concept of tithing and giving and all that and one other person said i just can't get behind you know giving my money to the church when the church gonna misuse our money and i had to explain I'm like and this, this is where it comes to it's like first off the church is not a building you know when somebody in, in, uh, in revelation when it says the lord's coming back for his church he's not coming back for a bunch of buildings <laughs> coming back for his people right we are the church we are the body of christ and we're giving we're giving unto the body of christ we're giving unto us and that's why you know in uh, in john 13 uh john chapter 13 verses um 34 is from the king new king james says a new commandment i give to you that you love one another as i have loved you that you also love one another by this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another so it's about giving in the, in a form of love and, and not um, just taking that notion that I'm just giving to a building or I'm giving for this. You're giving unto the body of Christ, the people of the body of Christ. So, and also in uh, in First John three, chapter three, verse sixteen and seventeen, it says, also from the New King James, it says, "By this we know love, because He laid down His life for us, and we also have to lay down our lives for our brethren. But whoever has the world's goods and sees his brother in need." and shuts up in his heart from him how does the love of god abide in him yeah so it's like the fact that i'm giving money to the church i'm not giving money to this building this money or my finances or my goods or even if you can't give me money my paper towels we have to we used to have sundays where we bring paper towels 
bring cleaning supplies, something to edify and help the body of Christ, help the mission, because the mission is to save souls, reach souls, and bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the nations. That's what that's what it means to be a, a believer in Christ or a follower of Christ or a Christian. Right. So in the body of Christ, the church is not the building. So you're not giving to a building. You're giving to the mission of reaching souls and saving souls and pulling people out of the pits of hell. That's what it means to give into the body of Christ. So with that, we another like I said, another way to think about it, if you if people can't get behind giving to the church, if that notion of giving to the church or tithing still, you know, doesn't sit right with people, think about it that way. I'm not giving to a building. I'm giving to if I say I'm a Christian and I don't and I'm supposed to love you and I'm supposed to take care of you and I'm supposed to take care of the body and I can't do that, then the love of God's it's not in fine. me. I don't love I don't have enough of God in me to be able to say here something I have that I can do for this and even um, people you know people are real stingy with, with their money like a lot of people always said people can be hold on to those finances or have the notion of I'm holding on that's what the Bible says you can't serve two masters the love of God and the love of money doesn't work mm-hmm. so right. therefore like just just seeing somebody on the street you know seeing somebody in need you know you don't help them or seeing the believer in need you know you, and don't help them like oh my my lights turned off and you're talking to like a brother in christ sister in christ oh my lights turned off you know and w- what if they were like oh yeah the church has a building fund or the church has a excuse me helping hands fund so yeah let's call the church up you are the church we are the church we are the body of christ so we're giving unto another person that's also in the body of christ so we're still giving to the body of christ yeah so Amen. just being that so in, it's in um divine what you were saying as in uh the reason why the guy just got mad and just was so blatantly un uh accepting accepting of that notion is because the love of god wasn't in him <laughs> because like like uh like seven said for god so loved the world that he gave and if it's the same so if, we're, if we're the righteousness of christ if we're new creatures like christ jesus and new creatures in christ jesus you know that's the same way we operate also we love that we so love so uh we love so we give you know so the, the fact that he couldn't even see that or understand that you know it's foolishness, it's foolishness. Like, like like it says also in um in acts you know the uh the knowledge of god is foolishness to the unbeliever you know thing is foolishness you have to have the spirit of god that's why in proverbs it says the fear of god or the reverence of god or the uh acceptance of who god is and what god is about is the beginning of knowledge or it's the right. beginning of understanding right. it's the beginning of understanding these concepts the beginning to understand what it means to love somebody else or love the church more than you love yourself that's that's where that comes from so it all starts from love you know that's, and that ties into what um my wife was saying with um what you know about character and and moral essence and also in the same thing (laughs) so yeah i just i've been you know how like when you hearing somebody talking and you're like oh my gosh that's good like i want to say something i've been having to bite my tongue this whole time so i'm gonna try (laughs) well just let it out girl let your spirit flow (laughs) (laughs) so i definitely agree with all of you all and and like purify said you know we have all been there where we were baby christians you know where we were new in our faith and we hadn't really experienced too much to be able to depend 
truly on God and really trusting him. So um, I just became a consistent tither where I do it, you know, automatically without even thinking twice about it now. Um, and it's, it's hard to do that when you are in the time of need. Like Purify was saying, you know, some of us, we have been blessed to not per se need the stimulus check, but some people absolutely need it. They are struggling, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. If they even have a paycheck, you know, a lot of people lost their jobs during this time. A lot of people getting unemployment and, you know, the unemployment benefits are ending this, what, they, yeah, I think they ended already, like, for some people. So it's like, it's it's hard when you are, you know, when you have so little to give to to actually depend on God to be like, oh, okay, I'm still tired. But it, it brought me back to think about um, one of our brothers in Christ who had lost his job and he was he had he had been a good steward of what God had given him so he had a savings so he was still able to tithe out of his savings even when he didn't have income coming in and that was just a true testimony and it it just showed how he trusts God even in the mix of his trial you know he had got laid that's good okay he had trust God even in the mix of him going through it was it was really um a hard time so after hearing that and just like being around other givers you know it 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 made I felt convicted after hearing a word about giving and not to condemn me but it pierced my heart and when something pierced your heart you cannot Mm -hmm. ignore it don't ignore it so if anything that was said today has um pierced your heart in any way pray about it ask God to reveal to you what it is that he would have you to do and like me like like seven said start out with a little bit and you never know where you're gonna end up um, but trust God, you know, and I want to, my scripture was Hebrews 13 and five. This is just confirmation to everything that my lovely co-hosts have said today. So it says, let your character, I'm reading out of Amplified, sorry. Let your character, your moral essence, your inner nature be free from the love of money shun greed be financially ethical being content with what you have for he has said i will never under any circumstances desert you nor give you up nor leave you without support nor will i in any degree leave you helpless nor will i forsake you or let you down or relax my hold on you so we take comfort and are encouraged and confidently say the Lord is my helper in time of need. I will not be afraid. What will man do to me? So that is a really strong scripture because it just is it's reassurance, you know, like God has you. And even if like God will always put people in your life to help you, you know, even if you are the one who is doing the helping, don't be grieved, you know, because I am a person who everybody calls 
for me to help them. And sometimes I feel like they don't really care about me. They just, they don't even say, hey, how you doing? They just say, hey, can I, can I get this? Can I get that? And sometimes it's like, it's a lot and it gets overwhelming. But I just still be obedient um, to God. And I am a good steward of the money that I do have. And I've never been without because I do give, you know? So even if you feel like people take you for granted or people, um, even if you feel like people take you for granted, don't lose hope because guess what? You will be rewarded. God will reward you. you. It's not about being a people pleaser. If you can't do it, don't do it. Don't live above your means trying to, you know, look good for other people. No, don't live above your means. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is be obedient to God and do what is right, regardless of how you feel. Don't be selfish. Um, And sometimes it's good to be selfless, you know. That's really all I had to say about that. I had so much more to say, but I'm just... I just, I want to pray us out. Thank you, God. Thank you. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Did anybody else have anything to say before? You can finish whatever thoughts were on your mind. Tell us about it. Yeah. That's all I had for now. Did anyone else want to? say something before we close tonight okay thank you God thank you Jesus for waking us up this morning giving us another chance at life Lord we thank you for bringing us all together Lord to fellowship with one another Lord we thank you for putting these topics on our hearts Lord we thank you for helping us to be obedient God we thank you for the finances that you have blessed us with Lord we thank you for stability Lord we thank you for us all having jobs to go through Lord we thank you for health and healing in our bodies Lord we thank you for all of the children lord who we were blessed we thank you lord that you would help us to prepare for future generations lord that we would be able to leave a legacy god we thank you for the purpose and calling and destiny that you have on each one of our lives who is listening here today god we thank you that you will continue to show up in their lives lord and and let them know that they can depend on you god through the midst of trials and tribulations god we ask that they will stay faithful lord they will stay prayed up that they will not let the enemy win god that they will give with a cheerful heart lord give unreluctantly God they will just give out of the abundance Lord we we ask that you would help their cups to overflow God fill them up with the Holy Spirit God allow them to be obedient God allow them to be able to seek you first and we know all other things will be added to their lives God we ask that you will open up their hearts so that they can be able to give and not worry about where it's going God help them to know that the finances that you have given them God to to build up the kingdom the leadership they will have integrity Lord they will do what they're called to do and if not they're going to have to answer for that so don't worry about where it's going just know that you're giving out of the kindness of your heart not to receive nothing in return God we ask that you will continue to give them wisdom God give them clarity Lord we ask that you will just 
reveal to them what it is that they need to do in this new year god we thank you lord for a new year we thank you that we have made it to to the new year we thank you lord for protecting us for guiding us on the right path god we thank you for your just for being you god for just thank you you, lord thank you hallelujah thank you thank you thank In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God. (laughs) Thank you for being a consistent listener. We appreciate you. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast to be notified when we post each Friday. This is your girl, Purify. Jay Nice. Divine. Last but not least. And we are Edifying Queens. Until next time, be blessed. Four ladies from across the world. We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's you